Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. Well, I don't even know what episode it is. It's still season four because the IndyCar it, season hasn't started yet. Yes, it's 41. I oh, think. 441. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. So, so we are going to recap the Rolex, which we did not preview. Um, well, because, well, we, we ran out of time. We had other interviews and things. <laughs> and then the race kind of, it's it snuck up, up on us. us. Yeah. It sneaks up on us every year, even when we go, honestly. Yeah, and like this year with us not going, which is funny though, because it's actually the latest since it was like yes. right at the end of January. But all of a sudden I was like, wait, oh my God, the roar. Like I even watched some of the roar the weekend before and I'm like, just. <laughs> Living my best life. And I was like, oh, shit, the Rolex is tomorrow. Well, and also the Roar is usually like three weeks before. That also did set me back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, oh, it's the Roar. We got plenty of time. And then, yeah, literally all of a sudden on Thursday, I was like, fuck, we never did a preview. Oh, God, the race is tomorrow. Ah, ah. I'm like, eh, well, it's 24 hours. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. They get the cars. They got to drive for 24 hours. At a pit you can, stop, you got to turn it off and turn it back on again, and you keep going, okay? You can reference any of our previous podcasts about the Rolex preview. It's the, the way same. The, it's the same, except for the start. So the start was different this year. The start was different this year, but only the start, not the restarts. Yes, and so I actually missed the start, um, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Um, no, it's just the way the start was different. I missed it. That I missed it. It was different. But I heard about it and they showed clips of the CF that happened with the GTD class um, during the start. And so I kept meaning to go back and watch it this week and it just didn't happen for me. Um, yes. But yeah, like the clips I saw. So I haven't seen the full thing. I've just seen the clips of the GTD cars. I mean, like bumper cars. Really um, neat. Yeah. And I was like, mm, you know what this reminds me of? The one time IndyCar tried to do a standing start. Texas? <laughs> um, no, it was for the. Uh, no, no, I meant for a Texas race. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or that. Um, so, so yeah. So ex- since you did watch it, explain to the people how it was different. Certainly. Every year prior. That green flag drops and everybody, like, you know, they get all lined up. They do that nice little, you know, two by two. Green flag drops all of the cars and all of the classes. They go. Boom. Which, that's kind of indicative of, of sports car racing because you got the real fasts. You know, the DPs, your LMPs are kind of fast and you got your GT cars. And they line them up by speed, same as if you, like, run a marathon or a 5K or whatever, and you line up by how many minutes it takes you to run a mile. Like, fastest people in front. Yeah. Slowest in the back. But everybody starts. Everybody else get in the back with me. (laughs) But they all start. Well, this year, um, only for the start, because they kept saying it, not for the restarts. They started the DP. they, They started them by class. So they were all going around. And it. Like in my mind, it probably was a bit of a logistical nightmare to do this. But so like the the DPI cars, the faster cars started, and then each kind of group of cars started later, same time. But like literally, it's like okay, DPI go, okay, LMP, GTD, GTL, or GTLM, GTD, whatever. Um, that just seems all like I'm surprised that no one thought that that was a bad idea on the front end. I just. I don't know why they did that. And I'm I'm going to be real honest with you because 
if you just wave the green flag, people go, but like the cars in the back aren't going to suddenly swoop around everybody and try and pass like the GTD cars in the way back of the field. They, yeah. they don't try and pass the LM, the DPIs. They're, no. they're not. not. Um, but staggering- Also, it's a 24-hour race, and these are sports car drivers. Um, they, they're not going to throw it away on lap one, okay? It's not fucking amateur hour. No. Well, turned into it. But I mean, but like on the traditional start, like no, GTD like, is yeah. not trying to like kick it into gear and yeah, run like, around with your DPI. You no, yeah. it's not gonna happen. Plus, if you start the DPI cars, your fastest group, and then you have like stagger starts behind them, that makes them get into the traffic like quicker. Mm-hmm. So you're not. I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't know either. And it's not like they're waving different flags in between. So it's like, okay, green flag. And then, okay, green flag. Like, just it's just wave it once. It's fine. It's very easy to see how there could have been some communication errors. <laughs> there uh, were. <laughs> some, apparently. Some missteps. Well, and, you know, also the spotters typically call to the driver, you know, green, green, green. But... Mm-hmm. They're also pretty far away from the flag stand. So, I mean, it's possible that a spotter saw the green for another class and thought it was for them. Um, that's actually what one of, like, that's what happened with the crash was that somebody oh. heard green and somebody didn't. So I don't have the car numbers, but one Porsche in front did not go and the Porsche behind them did. And, and well, drove straight through him. <laughs> As, as we know, uh, if the car in front of you doesn't go, but you're going, look, two two cars cannot occupy the same spot. That's just physics, baby. Just, that's just science. That's just science, bitch. And yeah, um, the actually, it was the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Porsche hit the WeatherTech Porsche. WeatherTech, <laughs> a sponsor. Um, yeah. Um, it turned into bumper cars. Cars were all over the infield. I mean, everybody kept going, but... Oh, but yeah, that was a wild way. Well, and somebody, I mean, like, pieces of their car were just still flying off that entire first lap. They had to replace their entire back end. <laughs> I think it was, like, because they didn't immediately throw the yellow, but then, like, debris came out and a yellow well, was thrown. Yeah, because it wasn't until they were in, like, the, the, the twin horseshoes that, that, like, huge pieces of the car are just flying into the air so it's like they get all the way yeah it's like um oh no we're gonna have to go fcy oh we're gonna we oops oh yeah for a minute i was like oh it's an indy car race oh we're home (laughs) right we're yellow by lap two awesome i'll tell you what there were a lot of yellows in the beginning part of that race like, I felt like for the first three, I don't have this, but it feels like for the first, like, three to four hours, at least half are yellow. No, that's 100% true. Um, because, remember, I I was texting you as I was stopped in a parking lot on 65 in a snowstorm. Um, so, it was okay for me to text everybody. I was stopped. On 65. On 65. Um, and I was like, you know, and I was just bitching about being stopped. Um, should I tell you that the police officially classified that as a road rage incident? You 
did, which is crazy. Ugh, I wish that I'd have been closer to the front. I'd have been yeah. like, who started this? I'll show you some road rage. Yeah, first of all, you about who to started learn this? today, okay? <laughs> Whose fault Who's- is this? Who started it? I don't care. I'm going to finish it, though. <laughs> right? Like, I ain't ever started a fight. I, but I'm about to finish this. Finish. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'd be like, all of a sudden, I just turn into my grandma. You know what? Fuck it. Everyone's getting spanked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's at fault. We're just going to start smacking people. Yep. Like, you know what? I don't care who started it. You all participated. Everybody's getting their ass kicked. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I text you bitching about how I was stuck and, you know, and I have the sound on. Um, so I have to have my phone turned down, you know, when I was driving, driving, because otherwise I keep looking, which it's super weird to be in a moving vehicle and hear the sounds of cars I driving. I imagine that's pretty weird, actually. It really is. <laughs> um, and I find, because um, I've done this a couple times, like with races or, you know, like, um you know, if I want to go back and like listen to a part or whatever when I'm in the car, and it always makes me drive faster because the cars sound so fast. And then I look yeah. down and I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need to be doing 90 right now. Like, I'm not racing. I'm not trying to compete in the Daytona 24. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, you text me and I wasn't going to get home till like around eight or something. That's right. Or, and I was like, don't worry, you said, it's still worry. <laughs> You're like, don't worry, you haven't missed much. Almost the whole time you've been on the road has been yellow true that's 100 percent true and i was like oh awesome <laughs> i mean not for the rest of you but it worked out well for me it did work out for you although my favorite was somebody Derry drago from the pain tour uh consistently who was watching the race kept texting why is there a yellow thank you i was like oh my gosh we're uh, all watching the same race. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else you expect from the man who calls us while we are at the racetrack to ask why the start is delayed. Abby. Yes. Are you at the track? Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what's what's the holdup? Why aren't they starting this race? Which I'm sure they announced on the broadcast multiple times but here's the thing and and i can respect this because i'm kind of the same way you don't say his name first he ain't listening for the most part yes but like if a race is about to start i do feel like you would pay attention to that you would think you would think but why why do you just call me (laughs) people we're not race control we would like to be oh but we put that on our on our um our, our goal list yes, our, our vision board for our vision board i was like what's the word i don't know i think vision board, vision yes. board. Oh, you vision got it board. which speaking of yellows and race control mm. i uh i also hate imso race control yeah that was a fun text thread i was like imso race control you do not want any of this like yeah. you better because- watch your ass one of the reasons the yellow was so long was because they were trying to get the cars in the right order, which they didn't give a lot of detail. Um, I don't know whose fault it was. Here's the deal. You have cars. Here's the order. You get about a lap to put yourself in that order. And if you don't, well, that's where you're starting from. And we're going to go. Or you okay. get a drive through Like, y'all are professional drivers. I know that there are some, quote unquote, amateurs. Because, you know. 
Um, but they they do have lots of experience on the car. They don't just let some you know jag off like, with with I'm a shit ton of money. I'm not jumping in a car without ever being in one of these cars before. Yeah, That's- like you still have to be FIA licensed, etc. Um, but you know the the less expe- there are less experienced. However, those drivers are never the ones allowed to start the race. Um, I know we're talking about a yellow, but just like as far as who messed up the start, like it wasn't even their amateurs. But also, um, I wasn't the amateurs that screwed this yeah. down. Yeah, nope, it was all the pros. Um, but yeah, like y'all are professional drivers. If you can't get your shit together in one lap, I don't feel bad for you. Like, no. get your house in order. Yeah, that's that's again, you get one shot, that's it. Uh, then we go on because like we use wait. those headlights. You use them during the green flag. That's my favorite. I mean, oh, and I like forgot about it until the first flash. And I was like, oh, that's right. I'm like, they totally the flashes. Oh, until, the like low key F you. I mean, I know it's a let them out know. The way. Yeah. I, and it's like also to let them know, like, hey, I'm coming up quick, whatever, you know. But in my mind, it's just all anger. Yeah. No, no. Every time. The first time I see it, I sing move, bitch. Get out the way. Ho. Yep. <laughs> Rossi aggressively used his headlights. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I did wear my jersey on Monday, by the way. Very nice. I um, I actually have switched over to my uh, Rossi um, 3XL, so I'm sleeping Good. with Rossi right now. Bitch, so am I. I love that shirt. <laughs> I know. But I also got the Alex Polo one, so... So now it's nice because I get to like alternate my pajama shirts. And so if I don't do like that entire load of laundry in one day, it's okay. Cause I got another one. That's just as comfy. You have more than two shirts. I just want to tell the people that the three XLs. Okay. I know. I, the way that you said it, you're like, I only have one pajama shirt. Oh yeah. No, I, well, yeah. These are really <laughs> the only designated pajama shirts. Usually it's whatever. Where, yeah. yeah. Whatever tank I have on. These are I'm not a fan. Yeah, we're not we're not fancy pajama people. Actually, I mean, I did buy well, fancy I... PJs. You know what? This is we have we've gone off. We we gotta come back. No, I want to hear about your fancy PJs now. No, it's just a PJ set. It's comfy. Gotcha. They're like matching PJ sets. Oh, I've no, not I, had. Yeah. No. No, I think those are adorable. The problem is, I don't like long sleeves when I sleep. Oh, <laughs> like not long sleeves. Okay. Oh, if it's like a camisole top, I can handle that. It is. Okay. Nope. That's that's fine. <laughs> this got oh, weird. All right. Now we can go back to the Rolex. I mean, it didn't really because lots of people sleep at the Rolex. I, I mean, lots of people sleep there. So, I mean, you, you guys play your cards right. You might get to see Molly's PJ set next January. Maybe. I but I'm just saying not during the race, though. <laughs> oh. I believe that was Molly's personal invite to come over to our campsite early in the week. Well, because uh, we don't sleep during the race. I know. <laughs> Although I do kind of think we should put on PJs at some point. Oh, no, that the temptation would be too great for us. Yeah. Oh, and you know, our shit's all packed. So, yeah, that's not happening. Anyway. Back. Anyway, we digress. Um, so, but yeah, the flashing of the headlights. Aggressive. Love it. Um, let's- but, yeah, but yeah, that whole thing of not... Like car, like it was so long because cars couldn't get an order. No, that's not an excuse. Be better. No. Nope. Be better. Sorry. Try again. And like, if you're race control, I'd be like, all right, fine. Like, you get this much time, or like, you know, one lap or whatever. And if you oh. can't get it together, it's like, well, drive through. 
first of all, you start where you are. Yeah. And then when you take a drive through. Money shake a drive through. Now, fun fact about the Rolex and IMSA that I was not aware of or had forgotten, um, you know, because like an Indy car, you get a penalty, you have a certain amount of time to serve it. And if you don't, you know, they disqualify you um, naturally. And in IMSA, it's actually a little better because they don't necessarily tell you that you're disqualified if you don't serve in the right amount of time. They just stop scoring you. They let you keep driving, but they Which, stop scoring you. I kind of appreciate that. They're just, they just literally go, eh, nope. I'm done. Like, I, I told you. And it's, it's a mom move. She's oh, like, mom yeah. got, it's mom getting to the count of three. You never got to the count of three, but it was like one, two, and I'm not scoring you anymore. Yep. I, ain't, I ain't telling you though. We're going to make them drive for the whole 24 hours. <laughs> That's a good level like, of petty. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm like that's that is a redeeming point for uh, for race control. That's true. Yeah, that's. I mean, that level of petty. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. Or well, I mean, race control probably isn't in charge of that. That was whoever wrote that rule. <clears throat> we salute you, and we'd like to buy you a beer. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Right now. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, and also. Um, I think it was the 48 actually, um, mm-hmm. that had one time on pit road an issue getting the car to start. And Probably. so they, <clears throat> they had like know, a back wheel spin or something. Well, yeah, they rolled it out and he popped it in a second. Um, you know, like any of us who have ever owned shitty cars have had to do occasionally. Um, <clears throat> Or like in Little Miss Sunshine with the band. Um, and they said on the broadcast, you know, that the team must have gotten special permission to do that because that is not allowed. Like, that's the reason you turn the cars off at the pit stops is because they don't always turn back on. That's part that's of the fun. The, that's the whole point of endurance is testing these cars. Yeah. Um, and so they never circle back to it. But I found that interesting. And I feel like if I was a driver or a team member or team owner that at some other race that rule had screwed me and I was like a DNF and then they like allowed it for this person like when they were like there must have been an allowance like even though that was the car I was rooting for I was like "Mm, nope everybody gets the same rules I think they had to come and serve something for that Uh, okay that's fair then if if we're thinking about it I think eventually they were like you know you gotta and I think it was just a, a, a drive through it. That's right. Oh, you know what? You're right. Cause that's when they gave the fact about like, if you don't do it enough time. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, Ooh. okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm looking through. Um, I mean the ending. So here's the deal. The ending of that race. That was pretty intense. Unless did you have other yes. parts to talk about in the middle of it? Cause like, I'm sorry. Let me, do let me point out this note. T-Bell car caught fire. Yes, it did. Townsend Bell's car. That he was sharing actually with Zach. Oh my God, Zach Beach's car caught fire. Wait, was he in the same car? Um, they were. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Mm. Fireball Beach. Strikes again. Damn. Okay, we need to do a smudging around Zach Feach. Yep. Uh, and you know why? You know why that happened? 
because he never came on our show. Exactly. Although, to be fair, part of that was because I was at a funeral and didn't check my email. It was not their, at, at that point, it was not their PR person's fault because I didn't see the email at the time. I thought that you were hearkening back to when you DM'd him. Oh, well, no. Zach Beach can, can, can F right off for that because I specifically, he specifically said he would come on the show. And we love Zach Beach. And yeah. then I was like, what's, and I was like, do you want a business card? Like, here's our info. And he was like, no, like, just contact me. And I'm like, okay, so like, what's the best way to do that? Like, you know, cause I'm like, do you want my number? Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be aggressive and which is hard for me. And yeah, he was like, oh no, just, you know, just send me a DM on, on Instagram. And I was like, cool. Did it the next day. Nothing. Nothing. <sighs> I guess he checked. Or, I mean, maybe he just didn't check a spam folder. I don't know. Look, I don't want to say that that's the reason that his car caught fire and he no longer has a drive with Andretti Autosport. But it's not not the reason. I'm just saying, we've <clears throat> chatted with Jack Harvey many times. And each season, he continues to do better. He's still with Meyer Shank Racing full-time. And I don't believe his car has ever caught fire. No. <laughs> so... I mean, cause and effect? I don't know. Causation versus correlation? Well, that's for you guys to decide. It's for the universe. For the universe. But, yeah, I'm just overall, drivers who, who let us interview them tend to do better. Just putting it out there. Putting it out there. Yes. Uh, so, anyway... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so T-Bell's car caught fire, which means he again got That's another 12 sleep. hours of beauty sleep. During the 24. <laughs> I like, really feel like he only said like six, but every time we talk about this, it's at least more than 10. Oh yeah. No. Townsend Bell sleeps like a cat. 16 hours a day. Like that's what I imagine his life is like. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's why he looks so good. It's fine. He, I mean, I get it. I, I yeah. can't, if that's the secret, that's the secret. I just, I will not be able to obtain that secret. Yeah, I'd like it to be something obtainable. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, getting better sleep and I would look younger. <sighs> I don't, I don't know that I can commit to that. What can happen? Like, it's just, it's just nope. not. There's nope. too many things I can sleep when I'm dead. But also, some of us just don't have good sleep habits. I just can't well, sleep. I was just trying to say that in a nice way. I'm just an insomniac. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's always that. You know, when I sleep the best, an hour before I need to leave for work. Um, That's a magical sleep. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that that last little hour, I'm like, I could sleep forever. And then the but other nope. Not at 9 p.m. Yep. Oh. <sighs> so... No, there wouldn't. I mean, there were little battles here and there. There's um, battles throughout. I mean, that's the great thing about the race is there's always great moments. And there's like a lot. And we'll kind of get and everybody's like, run about the drivers. Don't worry. We're going to hit those here in a minute or two. Because there's like larger story arcs about different drivers. Yes. The ending was really good. It was. I do want to give a kudos um, <clears throat> to... NBC because this is a race that it is imperative to show multiple parts of the field because you have four different classes etc you cannot just show the front the whole 24 hours um and 
I feel like overall they did an excellent job of showing the different classes and talking about, you know, the battles, you know, for first and second within each class and, yeah. you know, with them going through traffic, et cetera. And so, you know, everybody knows that if I think it's bullshit, I call it bullshit. But I will say I thought that they did a decent job. Pretty, pretty good job. Yeah. 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 I was <clears throat> there were a few times that I was like, eh, I might split screen this, um, but I'm not a producer for NBC. Yeah. Yet. They, yet. They don't need my talent. Well, they need our talents. They just don't. Oh, they yeah. need our talents. Need our talents. Yeah, that's going on the vision board. We want to be um, the announcers. Because I'll tell you what, 30 minutes into the race, there was already awkward silence. And I was like, y'all, it's going to be a long fucking day for you. Awkward <laughs> silence. day. I, I can't even, and it's too far back in the text messages now to, <laughs> in our text, just between the two of us. Um, yeah. To remember, but they... They just started talking about, like, the most random stuff. And I was like, oh, no. Like, are we already out of topics? Like, it's like, does, do you have no more flashcards? What? So somebody put me, put, put me on a phone. It's fine. Right. And then there's you and I, who I was concerned that this episode wouldn't be long enough. That we might need to uh, oh, yeah, no, combine it with another one. Yeah. Minutes, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I was the one who was concerned, and yet I haven't shut up the whole time. Um, so, you see, like, we, we would not have awkward silences. No, I mean, there would be awkward topics for a moment or two. But sure. Facing, but that's part of the charm. It is. It's what makes us just here. adorably non-threatening. <laughs> well, and honestly, if we were silent, it'd be because some serious shit was going down. That would also be the problem, is all we just get quiet and be like, shh, nobody <sighs> talk. Shit's about to happen. We'd be like, wait, watch this. Watch it. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, I told you! Yeah, exactly. That's... You would have to be on like a five-second delay for the FCC. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> That's just standard for us. <laughs> Whoever is in charge of the bleep button should get double pay or hazard pay for Hazard us. pay. <laughs> They're going to have carpal tunnel by the end. They gotta have two of them, like those things that you hold in your hands to like count people to come in. Just two little yeah. joysticks. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. So anyway, uh, all right. So here's what made the end exciting is that we actually had a very competitive DPI class. I think um, super competitive. Five of them ended on the lead lap, and the time between them was like the I believe they said it was the closest it had ever been. Yeah. Uh, very sad that the. Um, our favorite Ben Hanley um, and one of Dragon Speed's cars did not make it very far into the race, um, which just broke my little heart when I heard, um, I think it happened while I was driving. And so like when I got back and they were like, yeah, we were down to one Dragon Speed car. I was like, no. And I'm like, pull up the spotter's guide. And I was like, Ben's car is out. Ben, why? But, uh, But yeah, both their cars had issues though. Because their other one had some speed issues as well. Yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting because they usually do pretty well. And that's, I think, one of the craziest things about this this race is that, like, you will have cars that are extremely dominant for a lot of, I mean, the 48 car. It was extremely dominant. And then all of a sudden, we, I think everybody felt it. You were like, hmm, that car's not as... That car's not as fast all of a sudden. And it wasn't the driver. You just were like, hmm. I mean. At the time, it wasn't the driver. Now, there were other. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, 
one driver played a part in the 48's position when it did start to seem slower. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't that it was, like, if it was up in the front and it got slower, like, sometimes you can manage and, and maybe get it in, but, yeah. Uh, they were not leading when they the car just started to lose speed, and it was like, mm, this uh, doesn't feel good. I know, it was, like, just slowly sinking in. I was like, they're not going to pull it off. Yeah. I want it, I want it so bad, but they're not going to pull it off. I feel like we all kind of felt that moment. We yeah. did. But you know what? We can be glad about who did win because our favorite spotter was on that team. That's, I cannot wait to chat at him. Just oh, like, oh my yes. God, bro. Tell me how it was. 40. 40. Tell me stories. We want to hear it all. Did you do the crockpot idea and make some chili? Like, like we, like we suggested. What'd you say? What does Rossi smell like? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Also, what does Elio Castroneves smell like? Oh. <laughs> Elio Castroneves smells like Armani. I know exactly what he smells like. <laughs> I'm not lying. Um, <laughs> he, he, he happens to wear one of my favorite colognes. So I always notice it right away. <laughs> or at least the last time that I was close enough to smell him, he, he would. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know the the phrasing on that was odd. Um, I, was for, I was just, I was like, she's gonna, yep, she's I'm gonna, gonna say it. something creepy that she doesn't know is creepy until she's. I'm just, <laughs> just wait, Hilliker, your time is now. <laughs> the last time I was close enough to <laughs> smell him. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when we record episodes after nine p.m. <laughs> Right. Well, I was at work all day, you know, um, doing important things as a nurse. And so literally like at 730 on a work day, my brain's like, cool, you can stay, but I'm out. So like my brain is like, oh, we've used up all the critical thinking we have. It is just fart jokes and and inappropriate commentary from here on. Yeah. And creepy. Uh, Um. But yeah, I want a video when you ask Forty what what Rossi smells like because the last time we mentioned a a, a driver to him and asked some questions, his reaction was solid gold. So much judgment. So much judgment. I mean, not for you though. I feel like some of that judgment was towards me about the question. Well, I think because he was disappointed that you didn't think you deserved better. That's true. There was like weird mom disappointment from 40. Yeah. Like he was like, nope, um, don't like them. And I'm, I'm sad that you didn't see that on your own. Right. Just, I just wanted him to do like the whole, he's just like, "Mm," and he kind of waves the hand in front of me. Just no, no, nope. Nope. Back to the DPIs. (laughs) I'm swinging us back. It was close at the end. Um, The 48. Close. Lost, lost the speed, so they couldn't get it. But then we had a really great battle between the Wayne Taylor racing car mm-hmm. and the Chip Ganassi racing car. Yes, the Chips. They they he they swung around, came on back to the DPI class. They did, they yeah. did. Which is funny. Um, we got to chat with Mike Holo because he loved GTD so much. Really did. He really did, um, which is funny because not everybody feels that way. You know, we've talked to some people that are like, oh, my God, I'm so glad we're in DPI now. GTD is just a beast. Um, 
but yeah, like Mike Hull was all about it. So, I mean, I'm, he's all, he's about all racing. I'm sure he's <laughs> sure. He was like, Oh, it's the DPI class now. All cool. right, cool. Let's, let's race. Oh, oh, that Chip Ganassi car. I'll tell you what. Cameramen need to stay the hell away from Chip when things just, you know, I, like I when, 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 when shit is afoot, please leave Chip alone. He yeah. does not want to talk to you. If it's a tense situation, if his car is closed, but there's somebody near him, don't talk to Chip. Chip doesn't like that. Okay. He doesn't. He won't look at you. Um, or he might glance here and there, but he, I mean, Chip in my mind answered from Chip. Yeah, like in my mind, he very much like channels AJ Foyt. Yep. Like yeah. Chip is one stupid question away from smacking a reporter in the back of the head. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it like, almost happened. <laughs> it really did. Oh. Yeah. So they were the the what did Ganassi. Yeah, so the Ganassi car was was catching up to the Wayne Taylor Racing car. They were. I mean, there was, because obviously I'm pulling for Wayne Taylor Racing, and I was like, oh, no. Uh, and then they cut a tire, and there was oh. like a rear tire. And so, like, somebody. That's right. Seen? It happened twice. Um, so, because Scott Dixon cut a tire, and they thought it was just debris. Because yes. they interviewed Mike Hole, and they were like. You know, what was that about? Oh, my God, my cat. I'm sorry. She is trying to jump to the very top of the TV stand. And she's not making it. So she's just jumping straight up and down. Um, Alrighty. Yep. Cat world in my apartment yeah. right now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, so, yeah. So, you know, they asked Michael and he's like, we think it was just debris. Because they brought it in, obviously, swapped out the tire. Um, and then... You know, inspected, and it didn't seem like there was anything on the car that did it, etc. Which, by the way, every time somebody did anything to their car, the announcers mentioned, like, it never happens when you're right by the pits. Like, okay, yeah, okay. No, that's it's like Murphy's Law. I get it. Also, yeah. percentage-wise, like, it's the odds. Yeah. yeah, like, the odds are in your favor that it's not going to be by the pits, okay? That's like yeah. saying, you know, when you lose something, it's always in the last place you look. Well, no shit. Why would you keep oh, looking? Yeah, like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Races are won and lost, which they really are in this race. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they bring it in. It's like, nope, we think we just hit debris. And then it was another one of their other drivers that goes out and it cut again. And yeah, it was, it seemed was it to Vander be something. Uh, I think it was. I only know that because I like to see his name. But yeah, so it was like Spy. A- about seven minutes to go, and they got that oh, tire issue, so and that uh, that took him out of contention. And they had asked Chip a question about right before that happened, and Chip gave a like ah, and back to racing. And then because uh, also time. you're seven minutes left in a 24 hour right, race. Why are right. you trying to talk to anybody? Right, like get get your cameras out the face, okay? They're right, everybody like, watching. Even you and I wouldn't talk to a camera at that point. First of all, we wouldn't. Yeah, no, We'd no. Like, we don't even talk to each other at that point. No, we are there. Yeah, we just yeah. If we have anything to say, we sign it. Mm-hmm. And then tire blue, and the cameraman was there to catch Chip's reaction to that. Oh, thank God for masks. Yeah, uh, that that's fine. yeah. Mm. But you could see what he was saying under that mask. You knew. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. That right there was Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. When he compared himself to Al Pacino, I was like, yep, I can see that. <laughs> it was, it was, all classes had a good race, but the, really the yeah, they were really competitive this year. So they were. And was it last year that we broke the record for most, most laps? laps? Yeah. Yes. Which didn't that, I say, haven't we seen that twice? Didn't that also happen the first year we went in 2018? I don't recall. Call. I think it did because I remember that Doug even said like oh my gosh there were not many yellows because we kept hoping for a yellow thinking that maybe we'd be able to sleep but I mean, one never might. came I just don't know it never came no. um, so anyway I think we've seen that happen twice but yeah it was like if they hadn't had so many yellows those cars were so fast I think they would have broken that record again this year oh 100% because the weather was perfection couldn't have been better great weather down there and it better be that good next year. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So then. So Chip for the winners. Out of contention. Yes. On to the winners. So for DPI, as we kind of hinted, it's the Wayne Taylor number 10, the Acura. Uh, it is that team's third year. Third year. Yep. In a row. Um, they've won more than that. But the Konica Minolta car. It is not a Cadillac this year. It's an Acura. <laughs> I just want to point that out to everybody. Uh, LMP2 era. We'll, don't worry, people. We will talk about the IndyCar drivers here in just a moment. Just want to at least tell you who won each category. All right. And was, LMP. Mm-hmm. I say was was that the era car that had the crayon? Yes, the era car yep. for the LMP2 had the the fun crayon drawing on it. Yep, because they had a contest for kids to design the car, and anyhow, super cool. Like six year old from Canada won. Yeah, and I love it. And like the car literally looked like it had been colored on with crayons, and also a kind of baller design though. It, it really like was. It. I was like, that car has lightning bolts. It's gonna go fast. I yeah, I, I think we should let six-year-olds design the cars from here on out because, yeah, lightning, lightning. It was, yeah, it was cool. Anyhow, <laughs> um, LMP3s, which this was actually the first year that we had LMP3s, and so. That's like a, well, it's it's really like the first step in your, like, prototypes. So mm-hmm. they're slower. Um, yeah, it's the first entry level. So it's their first year uh, in the Rolex. Uh, the Riley Liger won. I don't know. GT Le Mans was the Corvette Racing, which mm-hmm. that one was the one that was driven by Jordan Taylor. Oh, yeah. And then the GTD was Windward Racing. And actually, it was Windward's Ra- Windward Racing's first race in the GTD class. They had been doing the the lower Mich- the lower on Michigan Pilot Challenge. But this year, they oh. jumped up to GTD. And they won the Rolex. Like, okay. Good for them. Hell yeah. You just, like, brush your shoulders off. Windward Seriously, racing. like. You did some. You did some work in the off season. Came out here and uh, yeah, got yourself a real nice watch. Peed all over that track and was like, "This track is ours now. This is mine. This is where my babies come from." <laughs> On to the more important parts. How did our guys do? Our, our IndyCar drivers. Well, spoiler alert. Uh, Rossi won the Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've been saying. Oh, yeah, no, Rossi won the Rolex on the number 10, also with Elio Castroneves. So, yeah. 
that's a pairing I don't think I would ever have put in the same car together, but apparently it worked. I mean, yeah, them driving at separate times, I think that works. I stand by my statement that Rossi was so over Alio's bubbly personality by the end of it. Like, if you notice the photos later on, Rossi is on the opposite side of Alio. I just like he starts out closer to him and then like as the social media went on throughout the race, etc., like Rossi got as far away from Alio as he could. Like socially distancing. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to be an introvert. It is, damn it. I know. No, I don't know how you people do it. I don't know. Some of us take medication, some of us kill people. It's fine. You just find a coping mechanism that works. Yeah. Uh, second in the DPI class was the number 48, the Ally car with IndyCar winner Simon Pagano and IndyCar right. rookie Jimmy Johnson. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. I, I, got, I I've got, I've got a couple things about that last thing you said. Um, that number one, yeah. I know that technically it's his first time in the series, so like, yes, he's a rookie in IndyCar. Um, but personally, I don't really think you can call yourself an IndyCar driver if you don't run all the races. Do you want to uh, have this rant now, or would you well, like? To I'm have gonna. This- I'm, I'm just gonna leave this Easter egg here and say, just wait till. Yeah, this is just. I'm just dropping it now. Um, you can't rant the same I'm, thing in the. Back to back. No, I'm not going to say any. Exactly. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> else about it. I'm just going to say that is my opinion. I will expound on that later. Secondly, did anybody know that Jimmy Johnson was in the Rolex 24? Because I don't think they mentioned it Wait, um, any Johnson less than uh, a thousand times an hour. An hour. An hour. Good God. I saw somebody on Twitter was like, well, it's. <laughs> It's the 24 hours of Jimmy Johnson. Jesus. <laughs> Lord. Oh, and you know what? It wasn't just him. Chase Elliott, who, by the way, I agree with you, Molly. Feminine. Very feminine hips. And I don't know what is happening with his like weird well, beard mustache thing. And he like needs the and like the red like um, ribbing on his suit was <laughs> not doing anything for him to look manly. He just I bet I stand by my text to you and I quote. Chase Elliott has very feminine hips. He does. It's a peek into our text during races, everyone. <laughs> it gets wild. But, um, and here's the thing, and I'm here for it. I- I'm here for you, you know, giving right. some extra love yeah. to like the NASCAR guys, the IndyCar guys, the F1 guys, etc. Because there are people of, you know, all types of motorsports, fans of all types of motorsports that cross over and watch this event. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a point, it just feels like pandering. Or weird hero worship. Yeah. Like, did I mean, Jimmy Johnson save the families of all of NBC's production crew? I I have questions. Well, and it's like, I mean, that's fine. Like, yeah, he's here. He's doing this. Talk about he's going in IndyCar. But, you know, we typically don't focus on the driver in a team that drives the shittiest. The worst. <laughs> I love it how he got in the car and we're like, all right, he's in the car. And then like two seconds later, we're like, ooh, no, Jimmy, no. Uh, shit. They're losing speed, right? 
<sighs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Every time. Every time. Every time. He seems like a real nice guy. I'll say that. I've yep. not met him yet. He seems I'm sure nice. we'll like him. He seems nice, but just... you know, I'd I'd prefer for my Simon to not be on his team in the future at the Rolex. I will put that on the vision board. <laughs> Please do. I want to make a for really shitty vis- vision board now. <laughs> <laughs> First off, we're never actually making it. Just the MS Paint one. <laughs> Let's be really clear. Comic Sans. No, I wouldn't do that to us. No, please no. Um, fourth. I think. I don't remember who was third. Um, but I went, didn't have anybody in IndyCar, so it doesn't matter. Fourth uh, was the number 60, the Meyer Shank Racing Car with Juan. That's right. People forgot that Juan was driving. <laughs> oh my gosh. And his interviews were fantastic. I mean, it's Juan. I mean, they should interview him more, honestly. He, I mean, because he is, just wears his heart on his sleeve. And like, we we like to, to poke a little fun at Juan. Um, he can be very entertaining. But I'll tell you what, like, he is 100% honest. Like, you ask him a question, you're getting a straight answer. I mean... Whether I, I'm excited, pissed, frustrated, has a vendetta against a plastic bag, you're going to hear about it. Oh, you're going to hear about it. Like, you should interview him more because everything he says is gold. Yes. Gold. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, especially if he's upset. Oh, it's the best. And when he when they were in the lead, you know, during pit cycles, <laughs> I was, um, I just laughed because I was like, I mean. He doesn't look in the rearview mirror, so he just keep you flash going. Lights all you want, flash away. He don't care. Juan doesn't give a shit about anybody behind him. Nope. Nope. Uh, but yeah, Mike Shake looked good too. He did look good. Yeah. No. Looks healthy. I'm excited to see him again this season. I love that. Mike. Mike's been having some fun in the off season, <laughs> right? Getting a new place. It's cool, Mike. It's cool. You know what's um, interesting, though, because we joked about Alio and Juan coming back to IndyCar and Alio's doing part-time at Meyer Shank, and we talked about both of them, and then Juan gets a ride with Meyer Shank on the sports car side. It was very strange. Yeah. It was like, did we, well, in a because, convoluted way, speak this into existence? Well, because everybody thought that, oh, Elio's going to do, you know, the deal with Meyer Shank and IndyCar, and that means he'll also work with them and um because uh, that was how we justified it to ourselves yeah, he was gonna get their sports car stuff and we're like well that no okay Juan, all right okay. okay maybe maybe it was like when you you know you you go to adopt a pet and like maybe they're siblings and they're like nope they can't be separated and they're so bonded. yeah like they're it's a bonded pair you have to take both and so I think when he went to pick him up from the pasture that Penske put him in. Yeah. Um, when he went up. to adopt Elio. Yeah, like, like hey, adopt, you have to take Juan, though. Adopt retired Penske drivers. <laughs> He's like, hey, you can have this one, but you got to take his brother, too. Look. But I don't want that one. That's the point. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. you got to. They're a bonded pair. Which is funny, though, because Juan has the 500 ride with arrow mclaren sp uh-huh just i 
You can't diagram this, people. You can't. This is bizarre. So, like, yeah. COVID lands a bizarro world. Um, it is. It's going to be a very interesting IndyCar season. Uh, number five in the DPI. This is the number one, the Chip Ganassi car, which had, of course, Scott Dixon, also Marcus Erickson. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> now then I was like, Marcus, what? <laughs> um, and then coming in seventh in the DPI class was the number five with Sebastian Bourdais, and this was the all French driver car who yes. apparently, when the car is doing good, they would talk in English. If the car was not doing good, all the drivers would start speaking in French, and nobody on the crew knew what they were saying. And it was just basically a bitch session, but nobody knew. Oh, that's hilarious! I thought they were like, I thought that the crew understood French. Oh, that's that's great. That makes me really pissed. Like they just straight flipped back into their primary language. Oh yeah, no, like that was just a full on rant. Oh yeah, no, and they said that, and I was like. "Mm." I love the French. I love the French. I've yeah, said like, it before. I'll say it again. Like, mm, this car is shit. I don't want to tell anybody else about it, but I'm going to tell my fellow Frenchmen. Right? Like, blah, 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 merda. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I, I know merda. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a cognate. It's very close. <laughs> um, oh, but uh, uh, yeah, no, that. Uh, yeah, I loved that little factoid. When you sent that to me, I was like, that is awesome. Right. That uh, is awesome. Then we have to go to the LMP3s for drivers. So winning the LMP3 category is the number 74 car with Oliver Askew and Spencer Piggott. Hell yeah. We love us some Spigot. Yeah. And um, oh. obviously we love Ollie. Oh my gosh. Which again, but- strange pairing, but I can see it. Yeah. And also, IndyCar team owners, one of you had better sign Oliver for a full-time deal. I don't have to judge I will set something on fire. I don't have any spot. We'll talk about that next. Uh, later. Anyway, um, and then coming in six actually is uh, uh, Rymus Lynn. I always mispronounce this poor child's name. Who's on a road to Indy, though. So we had a road to Indy kiddo. You talking uh, McGinnis? Nope. Lind? Nope. L-I-D-H is his last name, his first name. I always uh, want to call him Remus, and that's not it. It's like Rasmus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, and here's a double number for you. LMP3 coming in seventh, the number seven car, uh, with Gabby Chavez and Charles Finelli. <laughs> Who you might remember from Fat Boy Racing. Which... Uh, that was somebody we didn't know was racing until uh, day of the race, uh, I feel like. Yeah. Then we all lost it. We're like, wait a second. Is that? It's Charles! For, like, finale. See finale. Could that be? And it was. Oh. <laughs> oh. So weird. All right. In the GTD <laughs> class... Coming in six was the car with young Colton Herta in it. He actually oh. won in the GTD class last year. He did not win. He did not win this year. Coming in 13th was the car with Zach Beach and Townsend Bell. You know, the car that caught on fire. Yep. yep. I mean, T-Bell has covered enough IndyCar races with Beach in them that he knew his risk. I mean, 
it was just interesting. They interviewed, I caught just a scotch of the torque show before the race. Cause I didn't know if there was going to be like an IMSA pre-show. There wasn't. They literally just like time to go. God. I was like, oh, okay. So there's no like, welcome to Daytona. We're just going to go. All right. Um, Right, like, where's the where's the 30 minutes of B-roll? Like, I, tell the people what's happening. Yeah, come on now. Um, so on the tour show, they, they interviewed Zach Beach. Um, and they were like, yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll see you in IndyCar again. And I was like, that's hurtful. <laughs> a little. <laughs> just yes, like, like, I can't remember the question. The but just the way that they asked it, they are like, yeah, so basically IndyCar isn't working out for you, so you're going to try sports car and he was like yeah <laughs> i mean he I'm like uh you know he wanted to be like you're a dick i hate all of you <laughs> right like uh obviously have you seen me in this fucking race before i ain't done this race before so yeah not like mm. i'm here as a regular i'm obviously trying out different avenues as anyone who is unemployed does. Like, get off me, bro. It's a job. It's a job. I'm driving a car. Yeah. Like, it might not be my dream job, but it's it's got the two most important things. Driving a car. I'm making money. Yep. Fire suit. <laughs> See, I didn't realize this as I was writing Fire all of these stone. down. <laughs> Firestone. Um. The remaining GTD cars, they were all in order. So 13th was the car with Beach and Bell. 14th was the car with Ed Jones, who's who's back uh, in IndyCar this year. We'll talk about that later. We, uh, 15th. Yes? Yep, yeah, we will. Okay. <laughs> 15th is the car with Jerry Hildebrand. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love JR. He had a great interview. Um, and he's an adjunct professor at MIT. I mean... What the hell? Which is hilarious. Now, I didn't realize that. And so now I want to make my nephew take one of his classes. Yeah. Like, I mean, we need to have this happen. I don't know. It's He's just going to have to take oh, one for the team. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't texted him yet, but I mean, he will. But like, if there's any flack, I'm going to be like, it's it's not optional. Okay. No, this, like, this, play I'm the ant card. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm pulling the Aunt Abby card. Yeah. You have to take a class from Jared Hellebrand. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And when he talked about, he was like telling a story and he's like, you know, and they're like, Professor Hildebrand. And I, it just made me giggle. Because <laughs> I'm like, first off, I know you tell them all to call you JR. Yeah, first of all, that's uh, cute. You say, like, no, it's cool, man. Just call me JR. Right. Also, and I know that it's 2021. Um, I just don't love men with long hair. And I'm not calling somebody with hair as long as JR, professor of anything. <laughs> Unless. He's Professor Xavier for the X-Men, and that man's bald. <laughs> like, if you have long hair and somebody's calling you a professor, congratulations, it's a cult. <laughs> That's it. That's the rule. I'm sorry. That's the rule. Schedule a, uh, a deprogramming session. <laughs> Don't drink the flavor, right? Okay, people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Rounding out our IndyCar uh, people in, in the Rolex is the final GTD. They came in 16th. The car with Aaron T. Litz and Kyle Kirkwoods. We had a we had a few red Indy kiddos. We did. Well, and you Shut actually up. forgot um, McGinnis was in there, too. I didn't see his name. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
I'm so over this COVID cough that will not leave. I don't still have COVID. I know, it's just the lingering cough. I know. Um, Oh, um, so for those listeners, while I look this up, um, I had my identity stolen this year, or like an identity breach, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, I finally found out who who it was through, um, who caused it. And it was actually the app Drizzly, um, which is hysterical because I have never once been in an area that they service. But I signed up because they were the first app that was like, hey, we deliver alcohol. And I'm like, that's my kind of party. Um, that's why I never signed up is because they just, every time I go to the website, they're like, we don't, we don't serve to your area yet. And I was like, nope, then I'm not downloading your app. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't use like my full name or any of that business, blah, blah. But yeah. So to delete my account info, I have to petition for it. They review, I have to put why. They review it. And then, like, get back to me. And I'm like, oh. For a, for like an app? For an app to buy liquor and have it delivered to your house. I'm like, if if you want to have a fight, yeah, Robert McGinnis, he was in the 12. Oh, he was with Zach Beach and Townsend Bell. Oh, that's so fun. I think I saw Beach and Bell, and then I was like, "Uh," and their car caught fire, and I moved on. (laughs) Yep. Uh, But yep, nope, um, he was in their car. Uh, But yeah, so anyhow, for those of you who aren't aware... Um, Big Red Liquors delivers. Um, at most, it's a $5 delivery fee, and a lot of times they'll do a special where if you order over $20, it's a free delivery fee. Um, so don't download the Drizzly app. Your information will be compromised. And Also, and apparently you, you have to write a letter to deactivate yeah. your account. Asinine. And, and do download the Big Red app yes. and buy from them and get delivery from them. Because not only are they the favorite liquor store of our college town, mm-hmm. they support IndyCar and uh, Jay Howard's, uh, yeah, Jay Howard Driver Development Team. So, and they, they sponsor Jay Howard's team. Yep, that, that's all you need to know. Drizzly Get some stuff. alcohol. Listen to some TMX. <laughs> there you go, and don't download Drizzly. Um, that's it for the Rolex. Yep, that is it. It was it was weird not to be there in person. It was uh, weird. Yeah, but yeah, it was just yeah. Yeah. And then we were both kind of irritated. I will say this because they didn't have tent camping like to keep it safer, but then they sold infield parking, and if you parked in there, you could stay all twenty four hours, which is stupid. And I mean, it's, it's not stupid, but it's like well, it's stupid. That's exactly what camping is. Well, yeah, only most people aren't going to go sleep in their car. They're going to then spend more time outside around other people. Mm-hmm. And they still had the fire, the Ferris wheel, which don't get me wrong. I love the Ferris wheel. But if your whole thing was like to make it safer, why do you have a Ferris wheel? I thought you canceled all the fan activities. Like, yeah. no, you actually like, I don't know. It felt like they did it to be quote unquote, safe. Mm-hmm. Um. But in actuality, they got to make new rules that gave them the ability to charge more money for things and make even more money off of it. No, I think that's 100% what happened. Yeah. Oh, I will say this about NBC, though. Although they did good overall, they cut away from the fucking fireworks to show the broadcasters. And I was like, oh, no, you did not. Those fireworks go on for a good minute. There are cars. There are fireworks. Fireworks. 
Wait, and what are the broadcasters going to talk about? Okay. Oh, and one of them was talking about how great the fireworks were. And I was like, then why am I looking at you? Let's <laughs> stop showing you. Show the fireworks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that enraged me. I actually had to, like, get up and, like, walk around my apartment at that point. Because the fireworks that was like, a moment. Yeah, like, I mean, I was... I was disappointed when the 48 started losing speed, but like the fireworks, like them just shutting away from that, that actually made me, that was my most emotional part of the race. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get up, walk around and count to 10 before I send this tweet. Let me just, let me just take a minute. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) so yeah. NBC don't ever turn away from fireworks. First off, it is easy ratings. Everybody loves fireworks. Everybody loves fireworks. And if you don't... You're a communist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we have to end this episode. (laughs) Yep, okay. White flag, anything? Next year. I guess that's my white flag. Next year! Uh, My white flag is that our favorite young racers in the pain tour, um, Alex and Jackson, went with their dad. To the Rolex for the very first time, and they freaking loved it, and they didn't even get to experience the full thing. And I told them, I was like, I- I'm so glad you had a great time. I'm like, next year, when we all go and you get to experience the whole thing, camping in the infield, etc., I'm like, you are going to look back on this year and be like, that was bullshit. I'm right. like, I know that that sounds crazy right now, but you really will. 100% true. Oh, so... Yep, can't wait to go back. We've uh, roped some new friends into it for next year. Already started the planning. I'd say we're pretty good there. So, all right, well, let's wave the checkered. All righty. Thanks for listening. Also, visit our website at www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. Thanks for listening.